Science! Water. Uh, <laughs> yep. Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. I'm the other host that's here, Cedius, because Dave's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, Dave's busy with stuff, and that's just how things are. And this is why he's only here half the time. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. But the we good news is, two guests. Two guests. Welcome, two guests. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Hello, I am Kirsten Erickson, and I am here. Yay! I am Robin Rayfield, also known as Sid Thunder, um, musician as Robin Rayfield, burlesque performer as Sid Thunder, and I also love drinking. Well, you've come to the right place. I mean, pretty much. I mean, that is kind of the point. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're here. Well, Hello, I don't know about Kirsten. Maybe... I enjoy drinking. <laughs> I don't do my intro that way because one, I'm here every week, and second, I'm not an alcoholic. I only <laughs> play one on the radio. <laughs> yes. All right. So today we're starting with something blue. And since Dave's not here for everyone's edification, this is episode 177. Damn it. I know. I'm ruining the joke. What is kind it, of apple is it? I don't know. Is it fun, Randy? There's a decent chance. Anyway. I think there is. Okay, how, how many running gags do we have left? Let's see. I don't know. Uh, we're trying to just get them all out of the way first, and that way. You know, trying to remember what they are. It's then been we can a while. make new running gags, special for tonight. Can uh, we trip them? Because that's funny. It's funny when someone Ooh. loses an eye. Me? No, don't trip me. No, we tripped the running right. gag. So, oh, right. So we are starting with a blue labeled Glenmorangi. So, so what's special about this one? What are they calling it? Uh, the Cadball Estate. C A D B O L L. Cadball. Cadbol Estate. Because, you know, you just change the name and slap some booze in a bottle and off you go. Welcome to Glenmorangi. They, they upped the pretension level just a little bit by calling it estate, I think. Yeah. Just, just a, a smidge. Just, it's a smidge more pretentious. But, you know, we'll, we'll be the judge of pretension here. Going to say, it's been a long time since we've done this. Yeah. I need to remind myself of what we're going to do. And for our guests who may or may not remember... Okay, oh, I this I got this one. I got this. Oh, you I got, got this. You got, okay. okay. So what we do is we nose it, which is smell it. Don't put it in your nose. Parents made that mistake <laughs> more than once. More than once. Don't bad plan. Don't, it's don't it's do it. exciting. It, oh, it, 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 oh, it's exciting. Oh, it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Is it exciting yeah. like wasabi? Does it burn? Oh yeah, yeah. I believe it. It's a good time. Like, okay. it, so, suddenly your 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 nostrils are clear all the way to your eyes. <laughs> Didn't know those were connected. You do now. Yeah. So 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 we nose it and describe what we get. And then we taste it and describe what we get. But don't drink all of it, because then we're going to add a little bit of water and then do the same thing again to see what changed. And then there's going to be the pretentious reading of the bottle or any other tasting notes we have, because sometimes there's, like, boxes and shit. That makes uh, sense to do it in those orders, because you don't want to have the pretentious reading impact what you're getting from right. the scotch. We, this, 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 we figured this out early. <laughs> we are professionals, sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> And and then we'll do another whole bottle, and then mm -hmm. we'll like talk about random stuff in between, and that's a thing we do. Yeah. So that's the high level stuff. There's a scoring in there somewhere. Yeah. But and we'll, we'll get to and that it, if it through. turns out I I was trying to be very concise with my initial pour because it's been a long time. Yep. If I under poured, we can fix that. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> these are these are a little small. They're, they're a little. little I realize I think this seems fine because we're going to have four okay. of these. Yeah, but it's it's uh well, I mean two now and two in two weeks because we time travel here. Oh yes, I'm Aliens. a doctor now, an <laughs> alien indeed. Exactly. Well, let's see. What kind of apple parent? I think it <laughs> smells like a pear, parent. Thank you. 
Let's see, I was getting a carameled apple thing. I think so. Kind of like that. Maybe a carameled Granny Smith. Mm, it's something yeah. really sweet. I'll say yeah, that. See, it's, it's... I'm not the only one who knows apples. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> I think Dave will not be surprised that I know apples. I'm getting um, like a a behind the apple though. There's kind of a sweetness, almost a simple syrup or a cake spice. See, I did a long, slow inhale and I got maple syrup with a little like yeah, um, um, either like allspice or. We use we use Penzi's cake spice in our pancakes. Mm. This is Penzi's cake spice. Sure, that sounds delicious. Oh my god, it is. Do you know Penzi's? Yes. Penzi's, in addition to being awesome folks, they have some awesome spices, and their cake spice, little cake spice, little cinnamon, little vanilla, and the Costco crusties. (laughs) The worst name. For for uh, any any food related anything except for maybe frosted flakes. But yeah. they're good at what they do. Though. But they're yeah. they're amazing. <laughs> yes. And, wow. Yeah, that does sound amazing. Going going in again. I still mm-hmm. haven't done a reset, and that's the thing I forgot. You know, I forgot something. You had to um, reset I'm, your nose? I'm, I'm getting mm-hmm. I'm getting like the confetti sugar cookie. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not there, but okay. You know, I, I can envision that. Yeah. Do you do you not have coffee or? Do oh you oh just no, have... I do. I, that's just the thing I failed to bring. Oh, up. that's what we can sniff to reset our nose. I love sniffing the, coffee. The alternative is mm-hmm. smacking Cedius on the side of the head. I don't know if it fully resets the nose, but I'm willing to try. Sure. I only got concussed the one time. But I felt Does like that my make nose. Cedius effort. What? Uh, oh, well, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the question. So, so, so the question is, do I try to find the regular coffee or do we sniff the creme brulee coffee? Oh. The creme brulee will definitely influence. Yeah. I mean, much yeah. as, much as my first response is, give me a snort of that creme right. brulee. Yes. Maybe make yes, a pot of the creme brulee coffee. Yeah, that's not what you're, I will reset my nose with cinnamon powder. Yeah, right? Oh, like, suddenly everything just smells like cinnamon powder. Yeah. One of the things, not that I had anticipated tonight being go on about Penzi's night, but apparently it is. Uh, one thing I love about their stores is in addition to the little containers that you will buy, they have a jar for each spice and you can open the jar and waft the the smell. And so you're just like, I'm going to go snort cinnamon because they've got like five different cinnamons. Yeah. And you just be like, I wonder if I can tell the difference. I wonder if I care. And so they actually have jars with the intention that you sniff them. Yes. Oh, yeah. They looked at me funny when I did that at the co-op one time it's nice to have some place to accommodate really? yeah because oh, i was opening up every jar and stuffing it and those were the jars oh. that you're supposed to there's actually right. no these are there's actually a jewish custom where at the end of at the end of the sabbath you they have a special spice box that you sniff at the end of at the end of the sabbath oh that's cool i, yeah. I was unaware of that I, I i have to admit when you started your sentence all i could think is there's a Jewish custom of going to Penzi's and sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the I, Twin Cities, I would not be this surprised. This is reset your nose yeah. in case you want to I, sniff again. I absolutely okay. could see that happening. So, um, I, I will say that the, this time the coffee is in bean form and not ground, so the reset is going to be a little bit harder. Yeah. For those who don't know, coffee is a very good, if you sniff coffee or ground coffee grounds, not up your nose, just the, the smell, it will help reset your nose so that you can smell things. Uh, they have them in a lot of perfume shops or or soaps and that kind of thing, and it will give you a clean smell of what you're smelling afterwards. Mm-hmm. 
I'm smelling a delicate floral smell in here now. Ooh. Yep, yeah. I, I, I'm as well, and, and I'm, I'm going to lean towards like orange blossom. Oh, I like that. Yeah, now definitely, definitely some kind of honey, but that's oh yeah, honey, honey. honey that's kind of yeah. yeah. I, I will say this: I love Glenmorangi noses. Yeah, they're, and, they're... and this is one of the more interesting ones we've had in a while. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's evolved quite a lot. Yeah. All right. Now the taste won't hold up. This is the problem. Ooh. Relatively that's, smooth. That's actually not bad. I mean, I I don't like to damn all Glen Meringues, but that's a I usually find amazing nose, oh, for the flavor, and that's oh, that's got a nice long finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and it's not the usual. Let me slap you with a giant pepperfish kind of of ending. That's kind of a a little vanilla, very very light pepper. I'm trying to think of, of where this is going. It's it's really nice. Yeah, I'm letting the I'm letting the finish sit. It doesn't last particularly long. Got a good tingle in the lips though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it is forty three forty three percent by volume. So not un- not an unusually high. That's really nice. Little, little light toffee in the palate. The flavor doesn't hit for very long, and then it fades into that light pepper. And I, you know, it's not that the it's not that I found it a stunning flavor, but it was very pleasant. Yeah. It was it it did have a little alcohol burn to yeah. start, but it wasn't like you know backhand of alcohol. Yeah. CVS found your poor wanting. Yeah, I'm yeah. I, I'm gonna need a little. Well, I had I had to go in a couple of times to to truly get a palate. And, and even yeah, yeah, in a couple yeah. of times, it wasn't I'm, there. I have so, to go in a couple of times, too. Give me more. As far as <laughs> yeah. the flavor, I wouldn't think a Granny Smith apple would be in there anymore. No, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't taste that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the, no, the nose is generally more interesting than the palate on Glen Moran. Yeah. That's, that's not a surprise. Although it's not it's not bad. Yeah, it, it didn't offend. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It, it, it didn't make me go, oh... <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing with Gumarangis, that uh, more often than not, great nose, really disappointing palate. Yeah, I, I know Dave really likes the Nectar Duar. I still like the La Santa for, for those who, who are well-versed with with their expressions. The, the Nectar Duar is their Santorin-finished expression, and the, the no, I'm sorry, the Quinta Rubin is the one I like. That's that's the port finish. The La Santa is the, um, the sherry finish. That one's okay. It's just not the, exciting. The thing is that they often are, they're not cheap. They're often held up. I mean, they're not hideously expensive, but they're held up as a sort of gold standard, and I have never found them to be so. Yeah. The So um, so when we first started doing the show and we did the... the, the oh, real, real, sorry yeah. to interrupt. Real quick, you can add as much water as you want. Uh, we usually start with like three drops just to see, because you can always add more water, but it turns out it's pretty hard to get it back out. <laughs> um <laughs> The some people will say it's about fifty percent water to to truly dilute. That, I think well, that's that, way... that, that, that's for cast strength. You, you, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the sweet spot that you want to like add water to get it to is like thirty five percent alcohol, which okay. depending on what it is, mm-hmm. it's going to vary. But so so I was about yeah. When we first started doing this, the 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 Lasanta, the Quinta Ruben, and the base were like. 45 to 55 dollars and the next duar was like 60 now like add 20 bucks to all of those yeah. and most most of these special edition ones are in the 89 to 120 dollar range and, and that's too much and that's the thing it's like there's nothing for most of those there's nothing particularly outstanding and if i'm going to spend that much money on a, on a scotch i want something memorable yeah well some of what hurt was the tariff that got added yeah 
a couple of years ago. So, so Robin and I were talking before we came over, and we were talking about adding water to your scotch. Now that opens up the flavor in a way, right? The idea behind it is if you bring down the alcohol slightly, and and you you remove some of the burn, and you also open up the flavor. I think it is completely subjective. Well, obviously, it's completely subjective since it's your taste buds. But I personally, I'm about one in eight do I think there's an improvement. Maybe Mm -hmm. one in ten. I I almost never find that wet is preferable. The idea of throwing an ice cube in there is just offensive. (laughs) There are other people, though, who really prefer it to be brought down in in the level of alcohol to smooth some of the burrs off, if you will. Where I have personally found half the time adding the water actually makes the burn hit harder in the initial palate. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that's one reason I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I've always stayed away from having water in. Just now is my first time putting the water in. And it's, to give my honest opinion, it doesn't really feel like it makes that much of a difference. When it does, when it's an improvement, it is an improvement. Mm-hmm. I mean, there it, there are some where you're like, oh, that's... That's really, it's changed, it's nice, Mm -hmm. but I've always felt if they had, if it was better with more, I mean, it's 40% or 43 in this case, if 35 was better, mix it at 35. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except that for whatever reason, the Scotch standard seems to be 40 to 43. And so. Right. (laughs) So why the sweet spot is 35 and yet everything's bottled at 40 to 43, whatever. Yeah. I think it's because there are those people who do want to add an ice cube or, or a touch of water. And so to, you know, pre-plan for that. And I mean, I may, I may jokingly snark about, you know, water in my Scotch, get away from me. (laughs) But no, it's, some people think Scotch is, is terrible. Some people love gin. I <laughs> what what can I say? Weirdos all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like gin, but I also like scotch. In this instance, everybody's tastes are different. Exactly. Right. I, yeah. I mean, so adding some water now that I'm trying it again, I feel as though it's intensified the sweet flavor up front mm-hmm. and made yeah. that linger. Like that toffee flavor is just really lingering there. Yeah, the vanilla okay. really hit yeah. me the first time I went in. Now it's moved into toffee. Yeah, the, the apples kind of faded out. Yep. The citrus note that I was getting in that, that orange blossom thing has, has has moved forward a little bit. It's a little bit less complex, yeah. but there's still some nice nice nosing to do. Yeah. yeah. The thing I'm noticing both times, this is the first time I've had, I might be weird, but this might be the first time I've had a scotch that's had kind of a peppery, fizzy, spicy taste to it. Yeah. I've never had a scotch that's had that. Uh, the the finish is definitely more peppery. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't sipped it yet. I'm I'm still enjoying this nose. Although this last sip didn't didn't have that. I'm getting a little of the kind of pledge finish. Mm. Well, you know, I sensed some pine when I was tasting it before mm-hmm. diluting it all. Oh, pledge though, that's not lemon, pine. Well, lemon. no, but it's lemon fresh pledge. Yeah, and and you will hear. I mean, we, we do it some, but if you ever read any professional tasting notes, we joke about they have they have a big wheel, and so so that they sound like they're super professional, they just spin the wheel, and it's got street tar, <laughs> and uh, well, now you're reading the lock do notes, and that's not fair. Treacle, and I mean they they have the weirdest like pencil, um, P- pencil shavings and mustard greens. Yeah, and you're like. <laughs> What do you eat? As a child, were you just like, 
Oh, yeah, look, something on the floor. Oh. <laughs> um, As most children do. Yes. Yeah, well, that's true. And then he continued, or she continued. <laughs> it was like, I can make a living at this. Oh, oh, oh. Plastic cap. Um, well, I mean, but t- 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 tell the story of, of Jennifer and the wine. So my my wife, well, my wife is, a, is an alcohol barbarian. She likes alcoholic Kool-Aid for Moscato Dasti. Yeah. Now, I do too. I'm, an om- I'm a wine omnivore. I'll drink anything except um, what's supposed to be the, the top line because I find it way too dry. And I'm suddenly blanking. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. I find way too dry. And But anyway, so we would go to wine tastings because there would be other things for her to try. And she just enjoyed being there and, and hanging out. And this one guy from Toad Hollow Wineries uh, kept pushing for her to try a wine. And she finally agreed to, and she tasted it and was like, I'm getting leather and clay and I think it was cut grass and, or, or straw or something like that. And he's like, yes, you have an amazing palate. And my wife looked at him and said, why would I want to drink something from a muddy leather shoe that's gone across a field? <laughs> and he looked destroyed. And she was like, I'm sorry, I don't like wine much. Right. Apparently she has a really good palate, but or taste. Yeah. She doesn't like what she sends gets. But yeah, there there are I mean, jokes aside, there are a lot of different minor notes. And if you're a very, very sensitive palate, you can pick a lot of these up. But we're not that sensitive. But when you get sometimes it's like, yeah, lemon the lemon fresh pledge, it's not like we go around drinking it. But <laughs> But you know, you've smelled it, you've you've sensed it. And and more than once we've had, oh, this smells like nail polish remover. And you know, I've definitely said pencil, that before. Pencil shavings. <laughs> yep. Or uh, the pencil eraser. Pencil erasers come up. Because um, we've all smelled a pencil eraser at some point in our lives. Yep. And, and, and you joke about the leather, but the leather's come up more than oh, once yeah. in the scotch that we've liked. So, no, and um, it's the difference is we might pick up one or two unusual notes. If you read professional tasters, they're like, I seriously believe that they're like, well, I've picked out five things. I'm just going to go spin the wheel. And it's like, <laughs> ah, chocolate bubble gum. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's weird. Like, no one knows what that smells or tastes like. Yeah. Hmm. I gotta say, I am I am pleasantly, pleasantly surprised oh, by, yes, by this. Oh, yes, this is how we cleanse our glasses. With uh-huh. it, it's still on, on the average, I mean, it tastes like a Glenmorangie, and, uh-huh. but this one is a more interesting Glenmorangie and less offensive than others we've had. Yeah, I I mean, not, I have no idea what And now the, this is what the cheese and crackers are for, to yep. cleanse our palates. Yep. Uh, yep. That's one thing I really love about scotch, is that you can have very strong flavors as a palate cleanser, and not like, well, I can't drink the rest of the wine because I've now just overloaded my taste buds. Mm-hmm. Scotch is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to some tastings where there was like smoked salmon and other things oh, like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is good. I'll have a little smoked mm-hmm. salmon. Maybe maybe a little water just before I try the next scotch mm-hmm. because you don't want to be like, well, this scotch tastes like smoked salmon. It's weird. <laughs> but you, you don't have that same... No matter what I drink, all I'm going to taste is what I had for eating and not this delicate white wine. It's like, nope. So, uh... Oh, there's the bottle reading. I'm trying to remember. Do we pretentious read after the vote? No, before. Before? Usually I don't talk about the money before either, but... Right, well, we didn't specify this bottle. 
Yeah, well, I sort of um, I said which range it was going to fall in. The Glenmorangi, the Codbull Estate, aged 15 years. A spirit created from our Codbull Estate barley, grown only in the fields surrounding our Highland home, and distilled in Scotland's tallest stills, delivers a unique creaminess. We age it in our hand-selected American oak bourbon casks to create a single estate whiskey of oaky depth and rounded smoothness. This whiskey brings a nose of oaky intensity, biscuit, and orange oil, softened with honeycomb, jasmine, and rose. Creamy tastes of butter candy, white chocolate, pears, mandarin, and mandarin are balanced by menthol before a rounded and deeply sweet finish. A deep and creamy dram, the essence of our homeland. On the lands of our estate surrounded our, surrounding our highland home grow our prized Cadbull barley, carefully harvested, then distilled to create a deliciously unique spirit destined for the finest casks. Now, after 15 years of maturation, the very first single estate Glenmorangie single malt is ready to share. Discover more at <laughs> So I want to point out the second edition of this is out. I don't know that we'll have it on the show because, because it's still the Cadbull estate. I don't know how much that edition is going to matter. Mm-hmm. I, I know that like when, when Brulotti did their Octomore, the different releases did have a distinct... Yeah, difference. So it, it might be worthwhile, but I we have enough Glenmorangie in the kitty that we're just mm-hmm. not going to get another bottle of it. And I gotta say, that was a remarkably accurate set of tasting notes. Yeah, yeah. it was and fifty to sixty-five. Percent, <laughs> yeah, which, sure. Which for tasting notes, which for is them rem- is good, yes. which is remarkably accurate. I yes, okay. I mean, Fair. the only ones that I think do a really good job of their tasting notes and are spot on would be Le- like Lafroig. Peaty, smoky. That would be the entire yeah, taste yeah, signal. They, they don't. They don't go <laughs> much more. Yeah. I mean, Ardbeg does pretty good with theirs for the most part. But yeah, we 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 we've had a number that are like, "What were you smoking when you wrote this?" Um, <laughs> and and I gotta even say the 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 cork dorkery wasn't that bad. No, it was it was not severe. It referred. I mean, the glorious homeland estates is a little. Now, well, an American would like we're American right now, so. Yeah. That's not too impressive. And what, the tallest yeah, equipment? Who cares? Why? They always Does try and slide. Happens? It's the biggest, the tallest, the most coppery. I feel like things just sound more flowery if you give them more descriptive words. Well, speaking of which. Well, uh, th- th- this, I, I will say this. We, we got to remember that this being a true scotch, it is a European creation. And heritage is a thing that matters to them. Hmm. We as what? Americans maybe don't understand that so much. <laughs> but... We tear our history down, man. Yep. <laughs> um, so, while not a scotch, my wife gets fingernail polish, though she would put scotch on her fingernails. That'd be, hmm. Anyway, and uh, she was reading this to me. And while it's not cork dorkery, this, is, this, this needs to be heard. Enter a dreamy collection of shimmering shades inspired by winter's undeniable magic. Sublime golden shimmers echo the distant hum of a dream you've woken from but can't seem to let go. Mystical berry and fuchsia shimmers mirror mirror the quiet powers that arise when new ideas ignite a crackling fire in your soul. 
In this time of quiet reflection and infinite possibilities, this collection will inspire you to savor the ephemeral bliss and ponder your own momentary wonders. Glenmorangie. <laughs> <laughs> now, so not Court Darkery, but no, I it, mean... That, that definitely on wow. the level of some of the stuff we've read. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if... And, and, and someone's favorite word for a couple of days must have been shimmer because that, <laughs> that, was, that was a little overused. Because yeah. I don't know if the other bottles we have will have that level of Court Darkery, but I felt it, you needed to hear what real Court Darkery... Because some of these, there are some scotches that come with a book, an yeah. actual hardbound book. They're little, mm-hmm. but it's a book of cork dorkery. <laughs> um, so when we vote, we vote on a one to five scale, one being a war crime, five being the best thing you've ever had in your mouth, and three being not bad, not good, just okay, well, I wouldn't run from it. I'll start, since uh, why not? I liked it. Uh, I'm surprised I liked it as much as I had. Then again, it might be the, I haven't gotten to do this for quite a while, but that's okay. I'm going to give it a 325. Not an overwhelming uh, thing, but solidly in the plus. I would would happily drink again. (laughs) (laughs) I also would revisit this fine beverage. And I think I will be just a little bit more generous on my rating. I'll give this a 3.75. All right, I I would maybe give it maybe a maybe say a three point five. I'll be right in between the two of you and say it's. I definitely would drink it again if it was in front of me. It's definitely. I've definitely tasted some some whiskeys that have been a lot worse. Yeah, so I might. I'll say three point five. I was thinking of going up to four, but three point five. So like you drink it again if it was on the table, but you. Probably you're not going to write it down. Go seek it out at a store. Oh no, yeah, that, that, that's kind of where we put our cutoff at four. Four, four is this? I want this in my collection. Yeah, so okay. yeah, that's kind of where you yeah. want to have your. Where five is like, this is mine and you can't have it. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will knock people down for a four. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, this, this is definitely a good Glenmorangie. I like the smoothness. I, I like the the nose more than I like the taste, but that's pretty normal the aromatherapy of it is good i don't know that i go quite as high as uh most of you i think i'm kind of in parents ballpark and i think i'm just gonna go a touch lower with a straight three two it's there was nothing bad about it no actually actually I'm, yeah, it was good i'm not gonna knock anybody over for it so yeah i'm gonna revise and make it a three three i'm actually gonna go a little bit higher I mean, um, and th- to, thinking about the other stuff I've done, to yeah. be fair to other things. I mean, I've there, there's there's part of me that wants to go back and change it a little because the nose was so nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, and and when it comes to scotch, I'll knock people over for it doesn't take much. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just leave that out there. High impact scotch tasting. That's right. So, what is the part of our conversation where we plug events coming up? That will that, that's towards the tail endish of stuff, yeah, but, but we, okay, we're, we're, we're kind of in in middle ground while we get the second pour going. So if one or the other of you wants to kind of talk about what you maybe do that you know other people might be interested in, this it, could also it, it be a may, time to mention some of that. Yeah, it may not be officially flogging the event, sure, but but I mean, what the palette? What what? Yes, what do, what thing do you do? Oh that... well, I play a five string viola. I used to play violin, but now I have a five-string viola. 
five strings. Yes, and I've taken it and I've joined a local gay band who are the Minnesota Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, it's an orchestra, not a band. So, yes, I'm in a community orchestra. It's LGBTQ. It's very fun. I brought my five-string viola there, and I joined the viola section, so I'm a turncloak now. <laughs> I used to be a violin. I, I understand yes. that. Doesn't it usually go the other way? I, I don't know. Viola players are, like, secretly yearning to be violin players? Yeah, you know, I could tell when I was in the violin section in orchestra in high school that I wasn't one of the cool kids. Mm. The viola players and the cellos and the basses, those people over there. They were the cool kids. So huh. now I've evolved. All right. All right. And over in the viola section, I tell you, we give the violin such a hard time. Uh, it's fun I've, to be with the cool kids now. I've always heard that there was a viola-violin rivalry. Yes, 100%. So I told like my section leader that I was a, viol- a violin player before, and he was like, oh, you joined the right side. Yep, that's right. Do you, do you ever throw down? Is there ever a, like, that's it? You've played the wrong note one too many times. Oh, yeah, they've We're... cast shade over our way before. And we, like, cringe and make faces at each other when there's, you know, killing the cats way too much up high. My my 10-year-old is, plays the violin. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, well. I've been a 10-year-old playing violin. My family suffered. I, I've <laughs> At this point, we're on year three. Oh. And so, you know. So you're getting better. I, I've picked one up, and I still haven't really done anything with it. Technically, if you pick them up, that's not playing them. Well, you have to actually I did, I use did, your... I did put the bow to the string, but in a way that made me go, I maybe need someone to tell me how to do this right, because this is not right. And I, I have, I have, not right. I have, I have a DVD that, in theory, might be able to show me some of the stuff. I, I just haven't been bothered but yet. But do you have a tuner? I mean, I've got my guitar that has the, the tuner thing that I can hold it close enough. And I Good. Do. A vibrational tuner that you can use with it? I mean, no. Or it picks up sound? Or I mean, oh, well, it, 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 I, I, I bought it secondhand off of someone, and there might be a tuner in the bag, too, and I just haven't really explored the bag enough. But I, I have other tuners available to okay. me. Okay. Because that's the first most important thing to help your instrument sound good, is to make sure it's in tune. Huh. I mean, <laughs> who knew? As this was true of the guitar, I assumed this would also be accurate. But j- just seeing if I knew how to put the bow to a string and make it make noise, I, I, I've tried that. But beyond that, I yeah, I didn't care so much whether the violin was in tune because I wouldn't have known what I was playing anyway. We ha- I, I have an electronic or a downloaded app on my phone for tuning that works. the violin. And uh, the great thing is if you play the uh, bagpipe, you don't need to care about being in tune. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one can tell? Do you play bagpipe? Um, I have a practice chanter that I need new reads for. Mm. Because let me tell you, if you thought... (laughs) It sounds like you're torturing a sick duck if you have a bad read. I believe it. It's... Yeah. I may have heard somebody do that before. (laughs) Um, I would love to learn how to really play the bagpipe. My wife's father was a piper in a band. Like a full-bore... Full-bore piper. Nice. Yeah. I and and you know being able to torture people with it that's an added bonus. <laughs> and then our other guest Robin is also a musician in fact yep. much more so than me. Well, um possibly um I have an album that I've been working on for years and I finally found a cover artist who <gasps> we're actually making progress. I actually have seen some of the images and things. Um I had, she's the third cover artist I've gone through. <laughs> but um something that's 
kind of taken priority for me has, at the moment, has been doing burlesque under the name Sid Thunder. So, um, yes, I get in front of audiences and take my clothes off. Cool. I do that in private in front of cameras. And a little bit in private in front of cameras. Yeah. Nudity is I mean, well, and that and it is, it has been, it still is a pandemic. So, Mm. you know, one makes do. Yep. Speaking of which, there's um, orchestra concerts available with Minnesota Philharmonic Orchestra that I was a part of during the pandemic. I saw one or two of them. Oh, thanks. Thanks for your support, buddy. I have supported no one. I, Except for your child. I, well, yes, I have, yeah. been, I have been a hermit. <laughs> That's a good way to be. Yeah. But we, were you Herman's hermit? No. <laughs> no, I was not. I wouldn't have known because the last time I saw you, you were here. And here we are again. Yes. Yes, in a, in a good place. And my favorite, one of my top favorite sounds. Yeah, I saw that. you enjoy that sound. Oh, those sounds are good. Good sounds. Good scotch. Yes, the sound was the cork coming out of the scotch bottle. Thank you, kind sir. You're welcome. That is a more generous pour this time. Without going, it's like... I feel like I'm supposed to have higher expectations for this one. I'm trying to do the prices right pour. uh, As as right up to the edge without going over. And I don't mean the edge of the bottle. Or the edge of the glass. But the the amount of the pour. Yes, the price is right pour. So the one thing we didn't remember to remark on was was the the color. color. Um... It was it was a it was bordering into amber, but it was still on the light side of amber. Yep. This, this this one's got a little bit more like deep straw <laughs> to it. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I, I knew. I, there's yes. a reason I chose this one uh, second. Oh no, I knew you would. It's been a second to the name. The Isla Gold. Right. But, uh, so by deep straw, you mean Orla. lighter than amber, right? Yes. Orla. Orla. Oh wow. Yep. So that's Petey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When, <laughs> when, Smells like an eraser. When I saw um, that it's an Isla, I'm like, oh, yes. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> My happy place. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong if you're like, hmm, this is an Isla P. I'd rather st- suck on an eraser. It's, <laughs> it is totally personal choice. Just for the two of us, at least, and I think you as well, this is, this is a happy thing. It smells good. You're you're not going to mistake it for something else. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's not so many beverages that are peated that aren't scotch or yeah. at least single malt whiskey. I mean, it's peaty. I'm I'm trying to see if there's much else. So you're getting peat and repeat. Yeah. I mean, there's a small amount of smoke. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking yeah, that a little. Up. Um, I'm trying to see who this is. Yeah, I can definitely smell smell a little bit of smoke. There's oh. something cool and refreshing. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know if it's an independent bottle or if Eli Gold is just kind of a like weird label or I another think, distillery yeah, because I, I don't know the distillery for sure either. Right. And so that's why I'm like, I there's nothing about it that would tell me. Yeah, and and, and Eli Gold has more than one expression. So Oh. Well I'm gonna have to start drinking some of them. Yeah. Well it's it's peaty. Oh, it's peaty, it's a little smoky. That's about it. There's something under it. I'm just I'm trying to get to it. Well, I hate to repeat myself from the last time, but I'm smelling pears. More pears. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I think maybe it's cigarette ash is what I'm getting what? underneath here. We it's already said smoky. I'm going specifically yeah. cigarette ash, though. Hmm. Oh, now, are you fond of pears? Yes, I love pears. Okay, just curious. I mean, because yeah. if, if we were all... Bananas! A sweetness. Uh, <laughs> no, no, don't you invoke those. Keep them away. 
<laughs> not nice. Either that You're or you have to figure out what kind of apple it is. Something in the bland category. <laughs> a a regent. Ah, uh, what kind yeah. of apple? A pear. Uh, <laughs> the pear apple. Maybe it's a kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really getting much more. You may be picking it up, but I'm I'm just like, mm, smoky, peaty. If I was going to go apple, I'd maybe lean like Braeburn-ish. That works. Potentially. Swimming pool. (laughs) Is it tasting time now? Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. That's a... mm, That went down nicely. I didn't really get a burn. Surprisingly smooth. Oh, there's that cigarette ash, too. Yeah, the cigarette ash on the tip of your tongue. I forgot to mention the... um, the other one, the Glen Marangi, was a 15-year-old. I know it got mentioned somewhere in there, <laughs> yeah, but it was a 15. Reading. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I do not see an age expression. I, I, I don't believe one. there was. <sighs> yeah, and, uh, I wouldn't have gone with cigarette ash. I would say that there's definitely a little burntness at the end, but it's not yeah. dis- distinct. A little bit of a burn. Mm, see, it's, yeah, I'm getting a distinct tobacco note to it. Hmm. Mm. I'm getting a little sweetness. Yeah, me too. I I did an air mm-hmm. inhale while I was drinking, which always gets interesting if you do it well. If you do it poorly, it gets interesting in an unpleasant way. Like scotch up your nose? Scotch down the back of your throat. But uh, it, it, it gives, it will often pick up a little bit of a burn, but it will give you some interesting palate notes. Yeah, it's not a sweet, sweet, Sweetness, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's like a crisp, clean sweetness. I don't want to take your thunder, though. No, no. Take, take. There's uh, maybe... I have never had a menthol, like, a menthol cigarette. But if I can imagine how the menthol of, like, cough drops with with this a very, very light menthol flavor to it. Not in a bad way. Yeah, I can sense that, too. It is, it is not, it is kind of a one-trick pony. Yeah. But it's a really good trick. Yep. That's tasty. I could drink that all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now let's ruin it with water. Does anybody else get anything creamy out of this? Maybe a little bit. I'm, honestly, that was, that was one of my complaints about the other one, is while I would have called the other one smooth, I wouldn't have called it creamy. There's right? more creaminess to this in, in, a, in a, like... Cream soda, in, kind well, of? no, in like a in like a Bailey's kind of creamy. Mm. Thing, although that one actually does have cream in it, so it doesn't really hit what I'm getting at. But I mean, it's I don't know how to describe kind of it. Like but, the texture of it, like it's yeah alkaline. I wouldn't have called it buttery. I mean, it's it, it's thicker than that, but it's it's got that kind like of like smooth roll on the tongue. Yeah. yeah, I definitely smell the pears more after having put water in it. The the smokiness definitely comes yeah. out more. I'm gonna have to reset. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's still peaty because mm-hmm. it's hard to get rid of that. But I like to sniff coffee. Yeah, uh, now I'm I'm getting a light peat, heavy smoke. Yeah, the, the peatiness went down, <sighs> but the paredness went up. I'm not sure that's a good thing for me personally, but <laughs> I'm still not getting it. I mean, I, I believe you guys are, but I'm I mean, I'm like smoke. No, I'm still getting a mild, sweet fruit. Yeah, yeah the, the sweetness of the fruit is really yeah. enhanced by the water. Oh, yeah. And I, I took a small sip, and it's definitely sweeter on the on the palate. It's still really smooth. Oh, yeah. It totally retained the smoothness, which I was not expecting. No. Yeah, the palate is definitely sweeter. It doesn't remind me of cigarette ash. No. 
See, this is one I'm I'm not disappointed with it wet. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I would always drink it wet, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, th- this is one where an ice cube might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I will say that, yes, while the cigarette ashness of it isn't there, there's still a tobaccoiness of it. It's just not as burnt tobacco anymore. Right. Yeah. And it has a, um, it does not pick up pepper on the finish, really. Mm, a and, little. Well, I, for me, it does. Uh, it has a, it has a, a, a light peppery, but I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm used to a lot of these, especially with water, being like, I will now take a pepper cudgel to your head. Oh, and fair. this is this is like there is a little bit there, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah, I I am. I'm just finishing it slowly. Quite because, mm, quite pleased with the the Orla. Yeah, this was this yeah. was good. I was. Where did you pick that up? I'm pretty sure it was Total Wine, but I'm not a hundred percent. It was it was either Total Wine or or Top Value. I mean, it's okay. it's those are the two places I go these days. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking pear anymore, but there's a sweetness here. There is a sweetness there. <laughs> la 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 la. Yeah. Definitely a sweetness. Um, yeah. But did Big Mouth strike again? Sorry. Smith's song. Sweet oh, no. Yeah. I... D- deep pull. It's okay. Hey, there's you're, a... You're, you're, uh, you're, you're welcome, Darren. Okay, well, here, here's my question. You, who gets the reference? There's a wall there. You nope. lost me. Why do we even have this? I have a lever there. Nope. I don't know. Is this Kronk, a wizard of Pull the lever. Oh, huh. No. Oh, Emperor's New Groove. Ah, uh, one that. of my absolute favorite animated films. I do like to quote it also. Like, yay, I'm a llama again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't make jokes when you have your mouth full. Mm. I'm facing this way. You're safe. <laughs> True. <laughs> I could weaponize you. <laughs> Oh, that's been done to Perrin a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, there are times where, like, I'll plot and scheme, like, oh, Perrin's going to make a good face on this. Mm, yeah, there have been a few. This, ah, from basing it on Perrin's face, this is not good. <laughs> yes, we, we usually let him take the guinea pig sip. Mm-hmm. I am, I am not subtle. Other, <laughs> other times, Dave will be driving the pacing, and he'll go into it, and he'll start talking about the tasting, and we're still, like, in the middle of the nose, like, dude, slow down. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we can't tell he's tasted it. I mean, his entire head is covered with a beard. Yeah, I mean... That's true. Like, you don't know what's going on. He could be drinking something completely different. Right? Just has it hidden under his beard. Would either of you uh, like to do a pretentious reading? I would like to, thanks. There you are. There's not a lot, but... Oh, isn't? I, I didn't look. So, how is this pronounced? Orla? Sure, sure. <laughs> Orla, the princess of gold, has shown brightly across Islay? Isla. 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 Okay, let's start again. I mean, not like we're going to post-production this, but... Orla. Take! <laughs> Orla, the princess of gold, has shown brightly across Islay since the be- beginning of time. She inspires Amazing richness with lemon, ginger, and plum on the nose. Cocoa hits the palate before exploding with peppery spice. Earthy peat and light honey sweetness setting upon shadows of mandarin and peatiness. So that thing we were talking about before, that. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. I loved it. Well, there's, there's times where I'm pretty sure... The, like the the master distiller when asked what what note should we put on this and they're like 
peat with smoke. Right, yeah. <laughs> what else? More peat. We can't just say peat. They said peat twice. There's like, earthy peat and peatiness. Well, those are different. Are they? No. no. Well, I mean, it depends on where it is. If it's if one's in the nose and one's That's in the palate, it's two different peats. True. One's Peter. One's no. uh, the the thing is the earthy that, peat is in the explosion, and then the peatiness is in the finish. Like I said earlier, it's peat and repeat. I I, I told you. You did. I pretty, called it. I really do believe though that sometimes when the master distiller is just like, what what I it's peat. And they're like, we can't just write Pete on the bottle. Come up with something else. Explosion of Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need additional descriptors. Come okay. on. Let's not ask Earthy him explosion. <laughs> right? Oh, that's funny. It's like doing your chores badly so they stop having to do them. Let's see. Yeah, it does. It truly doesn't say anything besides Isla Gold. And then it's the Orla expression. So... Yeah, Interesting. And, and, and the unfortunate truth is that so many bottles these days are only the bottle. It doesn't come in the boxes that so many of the, the, the single malts will be mm-hmm. on on. Like, all of them had a, another container that was either a box or, or a tin. Yeah. But a lot of them are just the bottle. And some of that is just that the local liquor stores find that, you know. They, they Well, no, they can get more bottles on the shelf if they take it out of the, on the boxes because it's just additional packaging. Curse them. But we were making fun of the description. But, but it's immaterial to make fun of. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that was forty percent. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of right up, good. right up the yeah. standard. Yeah, this this was good. The, the the difficulty I'm having in my brain right now is because we as the hosts have been here for you know 177 times of two bottles a show. Mm-hmm. I can't help but compare it to other things we've had. And so the question is: Is this better, equal to, or slightly lesser than the the Isla Storm from Trader Joe's? Mm-hmm. Uh, price point wise. I, I know usually I don't give it away, but I'm, I'm going to say now, this is just a touch more expensive than that, but this was still a relatively cheap bottle, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. So this this is like a $40 bottle, which is a which is like the like low of the mid-range. Mm-hmm. Doesn't count as a cheap bottle, but it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it might have been 35 which would count Counting for that. The cheap. It's, a, like it, it's right at that cusp, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. It's good. I'm just deciding, is it four or just shy of four? And so I think I'm going to give it a three nine. Just be, I, I don't think it quite makes four, but I do not mind the fact that I have this. This will be going into the My Scotch collection mm-hmm. downstairs versus the Here's the Tasted Scotch collection downstairs. <laughs> I, I can foist this crap on someone and they'll think well of me. Right. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is the mine. I, I'm a seagull. Mine. Mine. Did you? Uh... I'm. I'm probably gonna once again give it a three point five. Maybe actually a, maybe a three point four. Um, I didn't like it as much as the la- as the last one. Um, but in general, I did like it. It was had a nice taste. I definitely agree with the general opinions that all of you gave. And yeah, I thought. It, yeah, I mean, definitely, I would drink it again if. If it were in front of me, definitely. <laughs> no question about that. You would not fling it back in the eyes of the person who served you? Nope. Take I, this filth from me. They, I would not drink it the way I drink Fireball, which is I spit it right out. <laughs> that's not actually drinking. I just thought, <laughs> you know, but it is your own. But it is an appropriate yep. use of Fireball. Fair yep. enough. No, that, that's fair. That's especially, fair. especially when you're in front of a campfire and 
There are there are flares oh. of flame. That looks pretty cool when you do that. And, and I say this that I kind of like Fireball once in a while, but I also understand the not liking Fireball because it's, mm-hmm. it's it's not good. But I like it. <laughs> I hate myself a little. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> I feel the same way about party pizzas. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't admit that out loud. No, no. It's I. It's, oh, oh. It's, it's the. I'm not proud of myself right now, but. God damn it. You, you, you said it. I, I, I know they won't be bothered by my saying this. Uh, roommate had one before they left. So I mean, <laughs> that's that's a standard around the house. Mm-hmm. Ah, nice. I mean, when I was in college, there was a pizza place that the joke was, you have to be careful because you can't tell when you're hitting the box. <laughs> but it was like three fifty dollars a, a pizza. And, you know... That wasn't that bad. It was edible. You survived. <laughs> yeah, it was pizza. Yeah, it wasn't great pizza, but you know what? Not great pizza, still pizza. Yeah, you have to really work at pizza to be like, I'm. I'm not willing to eat this. Yeah, I. I don't. Every once in a while, I get this weird craving. It's like I could have a school lunch pizza. No, I couldn't. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. that's that's right on the edge, yep. man. That's you're among friends, but. But I wouldn't say that again. No. <laughs> oh, I, 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 right. This isn't therapy. Okay, never mind. Uh... <laughs> All right. So back to the alcohol rating. is a good form of therapy. Yeah. I suppose so. So I liked that one. I didn't like it better than the first one. So that's what I'm going to use as my measuring stick today. I'll give that one a three point six. This this also lands in my happy spot. The 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 place I'm debating is if a Trader Joe's. Isla Storm is, I think, $22. Um, it was 27 or $28. Yeah, I know. It, I told you that. That tariff. Fuckers. It's still, <laughs> it, it's still 30 or under. Okay. Well, at that point, this is this is now... This is better than the Isla Storm. You think so? Uh-huh. I think so. It's not stunningly better, which is why I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I was torn. They, they, were, they were pretty I, close to each other. I'm going to go four even. Okay. Because... Wow. I'm going to pick this up if I run into it. You would knock somebody over for it. No, that's, yeah, a, I, that's a thought. No, no, no. For, 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 I, my for standards, no, I'll still knock oh, people over. Okay. Yeah. I, it, honestly, Full I'll knock, I'll knock people over for a three-something just because, what the fuck. All right. Okay. You, you, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're a little bit more aggressive. Okay. Add in the context score. All right. I might not even buy it. You might just knock I'll just still over. knock people over. <laughs> take, oh, it, take it. Go. Huh. I love it. Oh, never mind. Okay. If, that, if, if that's the context, then I'm on board. I just want to... <laughs> well, and if they've already purchased it, what I'll knock people over for goes way down. Because, sure. you know, it's free scotch. Mm-hmm. You, you got to go pretty far down. You got to go past three. Not much, though. Mm-hmm. No, I mean three. If somebody said, here's some free scotch and it's a three, you'd take it. I... Mm-hmm. I, I, you, you don't understand. I've I'm, met you. No, no, you don't understand. I have how much scotch in my basement? Well, okay. so, so I don't need okay, to do that. Yes, I know. But If I didn't host a podcast, yes. Because I host the podcast, my standards have gone up a little bit. Well, la-dee-da. I, I know that it's a little weird, but it's only because I retain the property of the podcast. True. So. True. And there's the cost of storage. You can only store so much. Which is why his liver is crying for mercy. <laughs> You'd think that, but no. I, I need more storage space. Oh, God, no! <laughs> so, now is the time with which we flog things. Yay, I want to flog things. Flog. <laughs> yes. What would you like to flog? Right, so I'm in that local orchestra, the community 
LGBTQ Orchestra, Minnesota Philharmonic. We have a concert coming up on Saturday, March 19th, 7 p.m. at the O'Shaughnessy Auditorium at St. Catherine University. Again, that is Minnesota Philharmonic Orchestra, March 19th at the O'Shaughnessy. And that's a place near and dear to my heart because I matriculated from St. Catherine University in 2003. You're also a St. Cater. Yes, I'm a Katie. My, my wife is also. Oh, that's fantastic. What, what did you matriculate in? Studio art with a concentration in sculpture. Cool. My wife is an MLIS. She's a librarian. Oh, very neat. They had a very good library program. They do. And their art was good, too. Like, they had the the Twin Cities private colleges deal where you could take classes at any college among these private colleges in the cities. And to the point where you could have your whole major at another college. So other colleges, if people wanted to major in studio art... They would frequently have their whole program at our Nice. Very nice. Cool. Is there anything you would like to plug? Um, well, I would I would plug my album as Robin Rayfield, but that's still in the works, and I've been planning on releasing it for like three, four, five years. However, as Sid Thunder, Sid S-Y-D, I can definitely plug my OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans.com slash Sid Thunder, or just find Sid Thunder on OnlyFans. Or you can find Sid Thunder Burlesque at Instagram. So, um, yeah, there are lots of pictures. Um, me in skimpy costumes. A lot of kilt pictures, especially on my Instagram. So if you have a kilt fetish, um, yeah, totally. I mean, given some of our listenership, you, you, you laugh, Karen. That'll work. Do not be surprised if you get a subscriber. I, that was not a sneering laugh. No, That I... was enjoying the kilt fetish because... I'm pretty sure I've met some of them. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so with the music, do you, do you have like a, a SoundCloud or a Bandcamp with any like teaser or anything out there? Right now? Um, I think I do have a SoundCloud. I haven't put anything. All that I have on it are the demos. Um, I think you could find SoundCloud Robin Rayfield. That's something. Easily. Yeah. And NYM Music, those same demos are there. Um, and basically announcements like from a while ago saying... I'm going to release the album soon, I hope. I'm still looking for a cover artist. Um, I haven't made an update there yet. But, yeah. Also, you can find um, my Robin Rayfield music page on Facebook. Um, Just find Robin Rayfield. I haven't updated that in a while either. (laughs) Well. But I should. Now you will, and people will go look for you. Now you can be motivated, because you've had a place to, like, promote. Yep. I don't personally have anything going on. However, uh, it being March, this being the first episode of March, which will be coming out in early March if I get off my ass, the Timbaloys, who were our first Irish Scotch single malt tasters many, many years ago at this point, uh, are back to being the lineup they were at that point in time. Holy crap. Uh, the, the trio that I was most familiar with. And they are playing um, St. Patty's Day weekend, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, at Kipps in St. Louis Park. And they are doing, I don't know if there's any rooms available left, but there's a, but there's a room block to do the Great Irish Sleepover. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm not leaving the hotel all weekend. <laughs> that gonna, sounds smart. There. So yeah. I, I, I got one of the suites. So I've got a nice big space, like a table area and everything else. I'm, I'm bringing my, my bag of board games. Aww. And so I'm, I'm plenty of places to fall. People can like come over and and like chill before or after the show but you know if they need to sober up before their drive or whatever or just crash on the floor or what what have you so yeah it's 
it should be fun. Hopefully I'll have people showing up to join me all three nights, but I, I don't know for sure if that's going to be a thing yet or not. I'm putting the invites out there. So if you're interested, uh, show up. And if you want to hang out, uh, say hi. Cool. <laughs> um, the only thing I can think of that I could flog would be that my daughter is selling uh, Girl Scout cookies. And Woo! I, and I don't know if we can put a link because there will be a short period of time from when this goes up before the uh, sale is over. I mean, I can try, but... If we can, there's a link. And if we can't, well, contact us, and I'll be happy to send you one, because enabling my child to sell lots of boxes of cookies so she can get yet another stuffed animal... Oh, and actually the main purpose is to raise money for her troop. But, you know, they have <laughs> award levels, and her goal is always whatever the largest stuffed animal is. Nice. Because God knows... You need another layer of them on the bed. <laughs> so enable my child. I am in full support of this. I was a Girl Scout. Awesome. I, I've already enabled. Yes, you have. To the tune of more cookies than I probably should have ordered. So that's what freezers are for. And then you yeah. can give them away from That is one friends. nice thing. Um, yeah. They freeze well. Yep. Surprisingly well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Especially and... the Thin Mints. You can eat those. Oh, right. yeah. Those are the best frozen. Yeah. I, and and I have to say, they came out with a new a new cookie. Yep. I was really like, excited about the new cookie. They're really damn good. Uh-oh. The, the, maybe ad- I should have ordered more than one box. The Adventurefuls? Yeah. <laughs> Brownie caramel. Are they going really to upsage Thin Mints in the near future? No. But it was surprising to me how many boxes of Adventurefuls we've sold compared to Thin Mints. I mean, Thin Mints yep. is still the champion. Really? Because caramel delights are the best. Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, in agreement there. No, they caramel have, delights and the peanut have, butter they patties. Have, they have car- coconut. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, coconuts are really dumb. The hierarchy is uh, thin mints is still champion. Caramel delights is number two. Okay. But surprisingly, uh, adventurefuls are doing really well. Also, lemonades are always a big part of the reason. Is lemonades are the most distant from everything else except shortbreads um everything else is some variant of a chocolate yeah and and so if people are like i don't want chocolate lemonades are the thing i saw they have this one maybe they had it before this year toast toasting those are actually terrifyingly good i'm happy i ordered a box they're they're taste like cinnamon toast or uh french French toast yum it's like yeah let me put it this way well i don't I don't like the Caramel Delights because I don't like um, uh, coconut. coconut. Pretty much everything else I will happily devour. Some of them I will devour more quickly. <laughs> but there's, there isn't a cookie of the remainder. Even the gluten-free. They're chocolate chip cookies and they're gluten-free. And usually gluten-free means, oh, we took out the glutens and half the taste. <laughs> uh, they're damn tasty. Yeah. Chocolate chip cookies. I will happily eat. I... No, I've never had one and gone, hmm, no gluten in this. <laughs> <laughs> never missed the gluten. No, no, just chocolate chip cookies. Yep. Yeah, I, I did not order one of those. And basically, I ordered one of everything except for those and anything that was peanut butter because... Not your friend? Well, so since I had the incident back in June that caused my digestion to not be so happy, I haven't had a lot of peanuts because the one time I had any peanuts after that it looked like potential relapse. And so I don't know if I've developed a late peanut allergy or what the deal is. I'm just avoiding he them. Was, he was attacked by somebody wielding a peanut butter club. Oh, no. That's, yeah, the incident. We don't talk about it. No. Oh. 
I thought I might be allergic to peanuts and I've had two allergy tests so far, one blood test and one skin test, and they both came back negative for everything. Apparently I'm allergic to nothing, but I still wasn't so sure. And so my doctor recommended a peanut butter challenge. And I said, well, can't I just sit at home and eat peanut butter? And she said, I would not recommend that. I mean, of course you wouldn't. You're the doctor and you want more money. So I've scheduled myself for a peanut butter challenge on March 9th. We'll see. I swear to God, it sounds like that would be you and the doctor, each sitting there with an <laughs> open container that's that's fresh and a spoon. And like the nurse yells, go. And you're just both you're like, hum, 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 hum. whoever finishes first and doesn't die is, is less allergic. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Welcome to the peanut butter challenge. Dun, dun, dun. Right? There should be epic music playing. We need some like cheering. And when you're done, somebody goes, boing, with a little... The little the pop, pop so, see, I hear a peanut butter challenge, and, and one of two things is happening. It's, it's either you're blindfolded and you've got like Skippy and Jif and something else, and you have to like identify, or it's what you described, and then whoever like refrains from saying first. <laughs> oh, I have one more, and that would be like the um, the American Ninja contest. Only instead of water, it's all peanut butter. So you hear this when people fall, all you hear is sort of this dull splat. <laughs> that would be hard to get out of like quicksand. Oh yeah, it would be awesome. People would be getting out and they'd just be like, because huh. usually they're wet and they're like, well, that was a great challenge. And I'm like, oh, it's cooling me off. And they'd just be like, I'm covered in peanut butter. <laughs> Give me those showers. My hair. And then they take a bowl of rice and some Thai peppers. Yeah. <laughs> someone, run, someone runs past with feathers. <laughs> <laughs> No, not feathers. Or, or Oreo crumbles. I know what I'm going to be dreaming about tonight. There's a reason no one lets me design anything. <laughs> see, see, you, you need to bring this up and everyone has to draw it for Art Impossible now. Oh, that would be fun. I could, I could see Chris coming up with something very interesting imagery-wise for this. I could see Melissa coming up with an actual peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be... We can't tell Melissa about this idea. Melissa, don't listen. <laughs> it, would just, it would be like some sort of weird... Peanut butter flinging device. Mm. Peanut butter trebuchet. <laughs> I call it my my peanut butter monkey. So that was that was good. That that was that was mm-hmm. a thing. So there's one last thing, one one final order of business. What? And that is the closing of the show. Oh right, right. And and the closing of the show is a toast. Yes. Given by a guest with no notice. Uh huh. One two three go. There are good ships and there are wood ships. There are ships that sail the seas. But the best ships are friendships, and may they always be, to friendship. Here, here. Cheers. <laughs>